The stories of some of the world's greatest women unfold here. I am Annette Comer, your host, and each week, the untold secrets of success, strength, and boldness of today's powerful women are revealed. This woman was one of six children with a mother who provided for them all. By the age of four, she was talking to angels and felt God was everywhere. And she knew she was different than other children and hence learned to be a chameleon who would become what she needed to get what she wanted. As a young adult, she focused on making as much money as she could and did well until she lost it all. It was then that she started to deeply explore herself. Eventually, she realized that her purpose was to impact others in a big way. Over the years, she has helped feed millions of children and was key to the start of volunteer tourism. Today, she walks a path to greatness as she continues to show up as a dedicated global humanitarian. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Sprite Loriano. Hi, Sprite. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, Annette, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. And we have limited time together today, so I'm going to jump right on in. So by the age of 30, Sprite, you had built a million-dollar-plus company. Yet two years later, you lost it all. So what led to your success and what also led to you losing it all? So the success really came from this uh, unquenchable desire that I have uh, that I that is in me that has just been birthed in me, this desire to be more, um, live more. Uh, I grew up very poor. And so I wanted to experience life. Um, and I always had this, um, this deep knowing that I was meant for something great. And, um, and so I just set out to do that um, from a very early age. So, and having courage to take big risks um, was the thing that I believe really led to my success early on. What led to my downfall <laughs> um, was, uh, wow, what led to my downfall was really um, not being prepared uh, from a place of spiritual connection and uh, recognizing patterns within myself that I had grown up with, um, having grown up in a very, you know, poor and um, and oftentimes abusive environment. So those patterns, unless they are addressed, can turn up and bite us in the butt. And um, so that's what happened to me. So I'm actually very grateful for all of my experiences. I, I don't believe that there's a thing called failure unless you quit. And um, so failures are here to provide us with, with great lessons. And when we learn them, we find our greatness. Yeah, for sure. So your mom told you that with faith, you could do anything. So has this proven to be true for you? And, and how does faith play into what you do these days? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, faith is is absolutely my guiding light, my North Star. Um, I believe I've been very blessed to have a very strong connection to spirit and to God. Um, and knowing that no matter what, no matter what, 
I am safe no matter what. I am here for a reason and a purpose. And um, so that absolutely has guided me all the way along. So Sprite, you have been involved in partnerships over the years. So have they all been successful? And what advice would you give to others regarding partnerships? So I do believe that all of my partnerships have been successful and they haven't all been successful um, from, you know, a particular bird's eye view. Um, Maybe when I was going through them at the time, I didn't feel like they were being, they were successful. Um, What I mean by that is, um, yes, I've had partnerships that uh, I had and I no longer have because um, they didn't work out energetically for some reason, either, you know, we ended up not seeing eye to eye. Um, There's all kinds of reasons, partnerships, relationships don't work. Um, And I also know, again, I live my life as a lifelong student. I'm a powerful student of life, which means that I'm always learning from anything that's not you know, working out or anything that didn't land the way that I had intended it to land. And, um, and I'm so super grateful for that because um, in the last couple of years, I've had a partnership in my um, production company. I have a, um, a media production company and, and we have gone through lots of difficult times. We've gone through um, just, you know, two powerful women, visionary women, and um, committed women, and women of integrity, and great love for each other. And yet, again, at times, you know, we're not always going to see eye to eye. This is human nature, right? This is just being human. And um, so being able to have, I believe, commitment, the commitment for me is a commitment to love and compassion and to the highest and best for all. And I believe that when you're committed to that in partnership, the right thing will always come forward. And um, so I'm super grateful for that lesson. That's been one of my greatest lessons in partnerships um, and relationships as well. So I'm going to stick in this partnership space just for a second longer because partnerships are particularly hard Uh, from my viewpoint, for driven individuals, because they are so powerful in their own space and can do so much by themselves. Uh, But yet you and I both know that partnerships can bring a a different perspective and a richness to a venture that otherwise wouldn't be there. How um, How do we as driven individuals make partnerships work better? Is it, is it reminding us of the total purpose of why we're there? Is it a matter of respect? What do, you, what do you see from your viewpoint? I think the first thing is about listening. And I think listening is something we haven't really been taught. We certainly don't learn how to listen <laughs> in school. Um, and what I mean by listening is I mean whole body listening not listening from a place of how do I get what I want, but listening from a place of how can we connect? And um, I know that that's something I had to learn how to do is to listen in partnership. 
Um, and I believe that um, active listening, it's called, um, also letting go of expectation, having healthy boundaries. Um, these are all things that are really important in partnership. And those are things I had to learn like the hard way. Um, I didn't go to school to learn how do you have a great partnership, you know? <laughs> um, but I have, I've continued, I believe very strongly in investing in myself and investing in constant personal growth and development. Um, I literally have been a transformational leader leading thousands of people around the world in transformational events for themselves, for their businesses, for the world for the last 12 years. And yet um, just a month ago, I invested again in a Tony Robbins you know, event because I'm always about up-leveling myself. You know, what is it that I um, still am not seeing? What are still my blind spots? And you're always going to find something because we're, you know, there's a saying that says, you know, if you're still here, you haven't, you haven't done it all yet. You haven't, you know, you haven't completely fulfilled your purpose. And part of my purpose, I know, is to continue to be growing myself so that I can serve the people that I'm here to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And before we leave this partnership, I'm going to say one more thing about it. And, and I think that I think we often quit too easily on partnerships. I think commitment is a key thing. And, I, and you referenced it in a different way in saying that your partnership you're in now, you've gone through some hard times that would have been very easy to say, well, this isn't working, I'm done, as opposed to saying, no, let's figure out how to make this work. What, what is it that you're struggling with? What is our disconnect here? And let's, let's figure out how to fix it. And, and I see that doesn't happen as often as it should. Well, you know, honestly, um, I, I did say we're done, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be transparent here. Um, you know, look, I, I, and again, it's, I think human nature is we, we all feel like quitting sometimes. We all feel like it's too hard. It's too much. I can't do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. And I'm sure your audience can relate to those comments because we all have them. And so it's okay. It's okay to say I'm done. <laughs> it's okay to say I need a break. And, and then it's okay to take that break and in that break and in that pause. And, and, and uh, she and I have done this quite a bit um, is recognize the power of the pause. And um, in that pause is where you can see new light. You can get a new idea. You can have an experience that teaches you something else. And then all of a sudden you're able to look at this or this person or a situation with a new perspective, right? Because life really is all about perspective. It's like you take a bite of an apple and on, you know, somebody's looking at you from this side and they, that's a gorgeous apple, you know, and then you turn it around and you're like, well, it's got a bite out of it. So it just depends on what angle we look at people and we look at situations. And I love that. Like, to me, that's the juice and the magic of life is that, um, you know, by shifting our perspective, that's where unlimited potential really comes in. Truly. That's what, 
that's what makes life exciting. Yeah, it does. You're exactly <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, so that's that's the that's the sugar of life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. a point where you had everything you wanted. You had influence, you had money, you had recognition, but yet you told me you still felt unfulfilled. So how did you change things to get to a place where you felt like life really mattered again? I took a pause from my ideas of what I was doing, like why I was doing things. And I stepped back and I went back into personal growth and development. And that was when so that you're specifically speaking about um, about 2005. That's when the movie The Secret came out, and I took time and I watched that movie, and that was a pause, right? Because it it created a pattern interrupt. Sometimes that's what we need. We need like this pattern, um, this in- interruption from um, our you know conviction, uh, and in that pause, I again, opened myself up. And in that opening, I received a vision, which ended up being to feed 3 million children in 33 days. And so I call that um, really, uh, it was part of my journey where I discovered my purpose of service. And recognizing that, yes, I had um, been helping people through wellness and nutrition. I've been um, helping people through coaching, through spiritual mentoring and these different things, but there was a greater way that I was meant to serve. I was meant to serve even a larger number of people. And, um, And so service, I believe, really ultimately when we focus on service in every aspect, I mean, and that just might be every day, you know, with your cleaning person or, you know, your gardener or whatever that is. It's like when we are approaching life through a place of service versus what can I get? What is this person going to give me? What am I going to get from them? We open up literally God's floodgate of possibility. And, um, and again, there's that magic. I love that word magic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I answered your question. Yes, you did. You surely did. You surely did. So many are afraid to go after a big idea. And you just mentioned the the three million children in 33 days. So, but along your journey, you decided you were going to go big. And as you stated, it started with that vision of the three million in 33 days. So how do you deal with the self-doubt that creeps in when you go for something big? Yeah, you know, it's there. It's there. It's like, what, who, me, you know, I I have had the immense pleasure of being in rooms, you know, working with alongside of the great, you know, transformational spiritual leaders of our time from, you know, Jack Canfield, Neil Donald Walsh, and so many, so many. And the truth is every single one of us says the same thing. Who me? Who, who am I? Who am I to do this? Um, when we're reaching for something bigger than ourselves. And so I think it's just one, it's recognizing again, okay, that's human. That's my human voice saying that. And 
that the the human voice is is not the one that the idea comes from and it's also not the one that creates the way and um what i've always known is that the how in something is not up to me the how is up to a greater force that flows through me and allows me to accomplish great things puts a person in my path you know create puts another idea in my path puts a resource in my path um it's up to me to be open and so yes i do often have doubts every single day i have fear all the time about because i don't play small i play very very big um you know my my current project is like disrupting mass media <laughs> with conscious transformational media no small feat at all um and 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 yeah it's scary but um but the truth is is that i know that um nothing is impossible i mean I mean, you know, you know that um, nothing is impossible, and so um, fear keeps us from the possible. So we can just say, "Okay, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, fear over there," and I'm going to look this way. That's right. Yeah. So on these big ideas, you've certainly have raised millions of dollars to support your big ideas. So what is your secret to doing this, and can others do the same? Yes, <laughs> they can. Um, I guess my secret to doing that is um, one is having a big vision. I believe that people love being a part of something big. Not everyone feels like they can create something big, but love to be a part of it. And so that's the first thing um, is. Uh, being willing to have, being willing to trust a big vision and share it and um, being willing to let people have people say you're crazy because <laughs> that's typically what happens. You're crazy. You can't do that. Okay. Well, let's, let's see. So that's the first thing. The second thing is being trustworthy. And so, yep, you're going to make mistakes. Yep. You're going to screw up. Yep. You're not going to do it right all the time. That's okay. But be trustworthy be a person who people can believe in and trust to know that um, you are doing the best that you can and that you are committed no matter what to the highest and best possible outcome of coming together and being on a journey together. And I think that that, I, I guess that would be, those would be my two greatest secrets to success. Um, in raising all this money because yeah. And then recognizing that, you know, some people have money and some people have ideas. And again, it's part of the beautiful dance of this human drama that we're in. I know that um, when I have a big vision and I ask people to step in and be, be a part of it, I'm giving them an incredible, incredible opportunity and joy of something that they can't do on their own. I'm meant to do it, right? They're meant to do what they're here to do. And that might be write a check, right? That might be that 
to write a check. And um, I'll never forget, can I tell you just a quick story? It's one of my favorite stories about that um, with Jack Canfield when uh, he was on stage at my company called Hub and we were raising uh, lots of money for Pachamama Alliance, which um, works in uh, here in Ecuador and South America. And we were raising money and he was inspired to write the biggest check of his life. He wrote a hundred thousand dollar check and he was sweating and he was scared and he was nervous. And, um, but he knew that writing that check was going, that one, he didn't have the money, but he knew that by writing it, he would figure out how to get the money and that it would launch and expand everything else that he was doing because he was willing to give so big, right? So um, some people, you know, if it wasn't for Lynn Twist asking for the money and asking for something big, Jack would have never done that. And I mean, he's one of the most successful people that I know, right? And has gone on to create massive multi, multi more millions of dollars because of those kinds of steps of, of faith. So, so maybe another one of my secret sauces is inspiration, <laughs> um, inspiring people to take a leap because it's really what we have to do to be of great service is we have to be willing to take leaps. So I've got one more quick question to ask you. So at one point in time, you had a production company and it was here. You told me that you really got to see the evils of Hollywood with regard to women. So I'm curious, how did these evils show up? So we, um, you know, as women, uh, you know, we all, we all know we've heard that we, we've, you know, we're in a man's world, right? And women have a way of being very trusting because that's how, that's how we often are with each other. And Hollywood is, you know, Hollywood is broken, okay? Just like a lot of structures, right? Whether it's banking, the healthcare system, um, Hollywood, these types of structures that are very um, negative ego driven, which is driven from a place of what am I here to get? And how can I get versus how can I truly serve? So um, those structures are breaking down. The greater that the feminine divine energy continues to expand and birth in all of us <laughs> women, as we learn to be more feminine and recognize that that's okay and that's our power. We don't have to be men to be successful. And we don't have to be men to change the world. In fact, to change the world, uh, Dalai Lama said that the Western woman is what will save the world. And it's not from her being a man. It's from her discovering, remembering, and living in her true feminine power. So the, so the negative ego, um, the kind of taking advantage of are things that certainly that I experienced and being very trusting also, you know, and being taken advantage of because of that trust. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> well, and I think there's a good message in that, Sprite, mm -hmm. uh, that we as women can be too trusting 
And we need to kind of be, um, be a little more savvy about that because you get enough skin knees, you get savvy, that's for sure. But there's yeah. nice that there was some way to get there without having so much blood all over our jeans where we fall in so many times. Well, sure. exactly. And that is the thing about, you know, about constantly learning. So, you know, I'm really, I'm grateful for the skinned knees that I have because um, it, it makes me stand up and get smarter. It makes me, um, you know, reach deeper into myself, um, you know, go take a course, go um, expand my education, my learning. So, which I'm always committed to doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Sprite, is there anything about your journey to greatness that we haven't covered that you'd like to share with other women? Oh, so much. <laughs> How about something short that you have? <laughs> yeah, something really short would be this. Um, I didn't discover until I was in my 30s that I was an artist. And um, and the reason for that is because I grew up, you know, really wanting to succeed and make a lot of money and, you know, those types of things, right? And so the reason I bring that up is because I believe it's super important at this time on the planet. I know that we are now entering a new renaissance and um, that new renaissance is about creating beauty and creating, um, you know, creating new opportunities for people to thrive. And so that comes from creativity. Um, because money and everything else is here. It's just energy. And what, what allows it to flow is our creativity. And so I really want to um, just encourage your listeners to also remember to play and be creative and be, and, and know that, um, you know, life, sometimes it might feel really hard, but when we step back and we give ourselves a chance to connect with nature and to connect to that playful side of us, that's where the magic really lives. That's where ideas are going to come. More support is going to come. So, um, yeah, remember to play. Remember to play. <laughs> yeah, I think we could all take the lesson from that one. Sprite, you have been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming and being so open and transparent with your journey and the lessons that you have learned and for others to, to revel in your wisdom for sure. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. And Sprite is another great example of how women are challenging the norm, making things happen and demanding their own greatness. So join me next time on the World's Greatest Women Show as another powerful woman story unfolds. 